paid 260 euros for a pair of Crocs, man. Those shoes pretty much broke my foot. It's only going downhill from here. What up, guys? This is Josh. And this is Fobbs. And this is the Kickback Pod. What is up? What up? What up? What up? We back. We back at it. Kickback Pod. We are doing a live pod. And you know what that means, guys? We're actually in person with each other in the same room. We've been doing these pods over Zoom for I don't even know how long now, pretty much since pandemic. Like nine months or something. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So we're we're finally in person once again. And this is actually a major pod, major milestone because it is episode 20. Wait, is it or it's actually episode twenty? Okay, good, good. I I had nineteen in my head, but oh no, no, no. Cause so, so like I actually like double checked on it. my way here today. I started counting. We're actually on episode twenty. Damn. Okay. Nice. So, that's a that is a major milestone. That's uh, yeah, man. That's big. That's there's how many like how many like double weeks in a year? Twenty six. Twenty six. So six okay, more okay, pods, okay, okay. and we've been going done for a like whole a year, year man. pretty much. Yeah. No, that, that's sweet, and we didn't miss an episode. And yeah, man, and shout out to all you guys that have been listening since day one and also all the new listeners. Shout out to you guys, man, like uh, appreciate all of the positive feedback we get uh, on on uh, our Instagram, also on my YouTube comments and my DMs as well. So shout out to everyone who has been listening to the pod. Um, yeah, but it's it's November, man. It's already November. Like that. That's the crazy part. It's are you doing Movember, by the way? I mean, even if I did, people wouldn't notice. So like no i mean i think you would see like it it ends up looking shit so no i'm not doing that oh are you see i tried doing it one time and i ended up looking like like fbi's most wanted (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i can imagine i mean i wish i wish i could but like my uh my beard is very very patchy so oh okay okay all right no that's yeah i'm I'm not i'm never doing that again man ever no (laughs) nut november no um (laughs) I, does it count if you like is it does sex count i think so right like i I think that's the whole point you're supposed to like abstain ah i thought it was just you abstain from masturbating oh is that the rule i don't know that's what i'm Shit. asking because be, but although i think it makes more sense like no nut like any kind of nut right like <laughs> yeah i know? think so right i think so no so then i, I am also not doing that yeah, me neither, man. Definitely not doing that. <laughs> who who actually does that? Actually, is it like the nymphos? Dude, I bet you it's just people like college kids who are not getting any anyway, and they're like, "Yeah, fuck uh, it. I'm just gonna call it no nut November." But really, it's just it's a it's a regular month. month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think you know what? I think your theory may be right. Yeah, I, th- I think Fabian's right on this one. <laughs> But yeah, man, good to good to do a pod in person. Um, how's how's your last two weeks been, man? Uh, man, what has happened in the last two weeks? A lot has happened. I feel like you know. Yeah, I mean, you well, you were telling me before the pod, you you're moving. Yes, you got a new a new apartment. Yeah, my girlfriend and I have been looking for a place for probably a year now, and it's super difficult in Berlin. I think we've talked about this on the pod before. It's the hardest um, thing to do in Berlin. And so we we just got a really nice place, three room, eighty five square meter, which. I don't know what that is in square feet. Sorry to the Americans out there. But, I have no uh, idea either. It's relatively big, and it's a, it's a nice part of town, close to a lot of friends. Actually, closer to you now as well, which is very close. Cool. Yeah, yeah, just a short, like, I think it's like 10 minutes now. We're, we're yeah. 10 minutes from each yeah. other. What Great. about you, man? What have you been up to? 
Uh, it's it's not really been a good couple of weeks for me, to be honest. So first, I, I was at your place a couple of weeks ago and got destroyed on the PlayStation. Oh, that is true. I'm yeah. undefeated FIFA. I am the kickback FIFA pod champion. No, it was it was not even like it wasn't close, man. It was we played <laughs> three games. I lost all three. I think the combined aggregate was probably like six to one. Although the first <laughs> oh. the first two games were just one nil, right? In oh right, time. right, right, right. But Actually, then I think yeah. the third game was a little like, like it three was like one, three one, four okay. one, or something like that. Yeah, so 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 I got I got my ass handed to me. <laughs> um, so confidence was already at all time low, and uh, and then I ended up uh, losing my camera. I left my camera on on the tram, and uh, yeah, that was that was really bad. That 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 sucked. And uh, yeah, and and for for you guys who watched my video on the Air Max One Pata, the blue pair, uh, I got a lot of comments in the video saying like, "Bro, you don't know how to use autofocus, man." Like, <laughs> and and it was because I was using a camera from like ten years ago. Like, I was using a backup camera from a long time ago, and it was an absolute piece of shit. So yeah, so so the, so the autofocus was terrible on that one, unfortunately. But I had to put the video out ASAP, so uh, I ended up putting it out anyways. But it's all good now. I got a new camera. Well, the same camera I had before. Just bought a new one. And uh, yeah, man, shit happens, I guess. What what can you do? I mean, that also happened on the way over to my place. Yes, right? so... that happened on the way over to your place. <laughs> yeah. So just make sure nothing happens today, right? Like on the way back, don't leave your bag in the tram again. No, or I was like I was super <laughs> careful today. I, I had the bag over my shoulder. I'm like, there's no way I'm letting go of this bag. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it could have been better, but it's all good. I, at least when it comes to sneakers, though, a lot of pickups over oh, yeah. the last couple of weeks. Uh, so I'll, I'll get started on that. So first of all, I copped the Yeezy 450s finally. Oh, so, I saw them on your Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so like I, I missed out on like the first two colorways, right? The cloud and the and then what was the second color we called? I just knew. I just know it was black. Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know. But the all black one. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I got the cloud pair. And uh, after finally getting a pair of these in hand, I got to say I was kind of wrong about this sneaker, man, because <laughs> in person, they hit different. Yeah. They're pretty nice on feet, man. Are they, they comfortable look, too? They're very comfortable. And also like, you know what? I was always, you know, making fun of it, calling it like it looked like a wonton. Yeah. Looked like dumplings. <laughs> but uh, on feet, it looks pretty nice, man. It looks pretty nice. It looks like nothing else too, you know? Like it kind of like really stands out from other sneakers. And this colorway, I got the cloud white. There was a restock on the confirmed app. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was honestly, man, I'm very happy about these shoes i ended up getting the wrong size unfortunately uh you definitely need to go a half size up for anyone wondering oh really yeah it it fits pretty tight so i'm i'm still looking for my correct size but i'm pretty happy with the easy 450 i'm actually i think i'm gonna actually end up keeping my pair nice so it's pretty nice um also the salehi bembry uh 574 uh yurt or whatever (laughs) whatever they're supposed to be called um yeah this pair this this pair has to be the biggest sneaker in my entire just in terms of like mass i'm talking about like the actual size of the shoe Mm -hmm. so prior to this like the biggest sneaker i owned was the sakai vapor waffles yeah like that sneaker if you put it side by side with like a balenciaga triple s it's pretty much like the same when it comes to like height and like girth yeah but then like (laughs) this this one though this uh yurt pair whatever 
it's even like much bigger than the wa- vapor waffles. It's a massive pair, even though like I, I bought, I got a size 11 and it fits me perfectly. And it might even actually fit kind of small, to be honest. But it's huge, man. It's like the chunkiest, chunkiest New Balance sneaker. But is it like the sole that's big or? Yeah, it's the sole. The, the, the outsole, the midsole is, is just like it, it really like protrudes out of the shoe. So it just looks really, really chunky on feet. Um, so that was pretty surprising. I didn't expect that. And of course, like, yeah, there's that, you know, kind of gimmicky like whistle at the back, which which it's pretty cool. I mean, we've seen a lot of things on sneakers now over the last like 50 years. If we haven't seen a whistle yet. Did you blow it? Yeah, and and not only I not only <laughs> blew the whistle, I also blew the whistle while wearing the shoe. What? Yeah, flexibility, man, dude. <laughs> How? Dude, all those years of yoga paid no off, way. bro. I'm telling you, there I, needs to be a video. Of no, this. no, I'm gonna do it. So I'm gonna drop the review of this shoe uh, <laughs> later this week, and in the video, I'm gonna blow the whistle with the shoe on me so basically wearing the shoe. I'm I'm imagining you doing like a matrix style, like leaning back and then like basically folding over and then blowing the whistle like oh that. yeah dude it's like crazy contortioning of my body <laughs> man but i was able to do it man nice so uh, there's gonna be a video proof of this <laughs> later on in the week <laughs> yeah so like those were the two also the patas of course um uh i was i managed to cop those from the pata website as well in my size uh the blue pair nice aquas um i, I said in the video that i really like the aquas even more than the monarchs but I changed my mind as the week went on. I was looking at the two pairs side by side, and I'm like, I, the Monarch one just I think is nicer. It's a nice fall colorway, and I, I generally like orange shoes. So, yeah. yeah, it's like an orange brown, right? It's it's like you said, it's a it's a good fall colorway, and it's also a colorway that you wear relatively well. I think with the you know the clothes you wear, it matches. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And and I have so many blue shoes also. So I saw. Yeah, I think I'm going to end up actually keeping the Monarchs and probably flipping the other two. Nice. Uh, what about you? Any pickups? Um. So I got the Stone Island New Balance RC Elite. Dope pair. Which I've been really excited about because remember that one pair that was that went viral on Instagram that somebody had dyed like a certain color and then it came out like brown. Remember that one? Uh yeah. No, that was wasn't that also the Stone Islands? Yeah, yeah. So it was, so yeah. after seeing that, I was like, damn. If I get a pair, I need to I need to dye them. And apparently, that guy he tried to dye them like a light color, and then they just went brown, which is weird. But it came out really, really nice. And uh, I mean, you saw earlier, but for people listening, I just bought a dark green uh, dye, and I'm gonna probably dye them this weekend and see how it comes out. So you know, stay tuned to Instagram because I'm gonna be doing like a little tutorial kind of oh no way man no um, way no way those tutorials i've noticed lately they're just kind of going viral on instagram yeah. reels because people like i think people want to do stuff you know like diy like through through corona and people being at home and being bored like kind of took off and i think sneaker culture in general has always been about customizing and making shoes your own and and corona has really just like made that so much more you know yeah for sure um so i got those and then I got a pair of Adidas Gazelles, um, which are quite nice, just like a classic green and white colorway. Um, and then I got the Eames Reebok Club C85 uh, in in white and black. Um, Reebok was kind enough to send those over. Uh, super, super nice. Leather is really nice on those. And I mean, like you can't really get much more classic than a Club C, you know? Yeah, actually more on, uh, more on Club Cs a little bit later in the show. <laughs> Uh yeah no I, the Stone Islands in hand they look they look really really nice I gotta say like I, I like I like the way they did the collab you know like I, um 
it's two brands that didn't expect to collab with each other and it's interesting that they chose a running model mm-hmm. um but the final product i think looks pretty dope it, the pair actually reminds me a lot of like those uh off-white zoom flies yeah it's a right? very similar shoe right like super lightweight super comfortable kind of translucent upper um very 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 solid pair yeah very nice so um the topic for today so we were thinking about you know like underrated shoes and there's just so many underrated pairs um not only like from each brand but there's underrated brands themselves mm-hmm. um and we wanted to basically kind of highlight some of these underrated models on this uh, on this pod so what we we were going to do is go through every single brand or at least the big ones and give you guys like what we feel is one very underrated sneaker from that brand and also at the end we'll also give you a underrated brand too not just you know the big ones like a uh, sleeper pick to look out for exactly a sleeper pick to look out for uh so yeah so that's that's kind of what we're gonna get into this week and first of all before we even give you the uh our different picks like what what should be the criteria for what defines an underrated sneaker well i was thinking about this earlier uh when i was like preparing and I feel like the traditional definition of underrated is like something that's not rated but should be rated, you know? Um, but I feel like if you want to get technical, even a highly rated shoe can be underrated if you feel like it just doesn't get enough love. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would probably go with that one. Like if you think that a shoe doesn't get enough respect or love or attention, then it's underrated in your opinion. Okay. Okay. That, that, I like that definition. I, I was thinking also, it's got to be like a shoe that doesn't really sell out. Um, like, I, I'm not just going to be looking at, you know, prices on the aftermarket and say, oh, yeah, this shoe is reselling for too low. That's underrated. Yeah, true. I, I think if, because for me, if a shoe sells out completely, it's not underrated. Because uh, an underrated shoe for me has to be something that is very easy to get because people are sleeping on them, I guess. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. And I, I would say that all of my picks are shoes that don't sell out. So. Okay, okay, no, that's good, that's good. All right, so should we uh, should we do the brands first? Like the, or, or sorry, the picks from each brand? Yeah, let's do that. All right, okay, so let's, uh, I, I guess I'll, I'll start with Nike. So uh, when it comes to Nike, I have like not just one particular sneaker. I would like to highlight like a whole series. Okay. Because they're actually like, maybe even my favorite nike sneakers because i still wear them pretty much every single week and that's like the entire nike flyknit series okay so i know it's like a it's like a running model or or training model per se but uh the nike flyknit uh trainer is one and then there's the nike flyknit racer yeah and both of these pairs kanye actually popularized them a while back he used to wear them when back when he was on nike but these pairs are just so so good they're so lightweight and i wear them those are my absolute number one go-to gym shoes so i go to the gym every week i always wear my nike trainers every time and whenever i go running which to be honest i haven't done in a couple of weeks but uh every time i go running i always wear uh flying erasers and this isn't like an ad for nike or anything it's just like (laughs) it's just like what i prefer wearing just because they're such lightweight shoes you really don't feel like you have them on your feet and not only that i think they just look so good especially like the finite racers i remember uh back when like nike was producing a lot of them almost every colorway would hit the outlets yeah and uh because i i i used to collect finite racers because i loved how they look and there were so many dope colorways 
And I remember getting like all these pairs, like 50% off, like 70% off. Even back when I was in Canada, they would hit the outlets. And I, I never got why, because like, I think they just looked so dope, like such a sleek silhouette. And uh, yeah, so like for me, like the Flyner racers, they didn't deserve to go to the outlets. They're, they're, they were too nice. I think those are an interesting one because I think there was like a very brief period where they would sell out and resell for quite a lot, but only certain colorways, right? Like the, the Oreos, like yeah. the black and white ones. And I do agree with you that like over time and I think even back when they were super hyped and these other colorways were hitting the outlets – uh, but especially over time and now looking back, I mean, when did they come out? Like 2014, 2015, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, so it's been over five years now, right? I think definitely one to uh, to call underrated. Like very, very nice and popular shoe at the time, but now definitely underrated. And, and a sleeper pick, like I wouldn't have thought of that one at all. So like nice job. Yeah, I, I just thought of it because like I was looking around like in my house and I'm like, yeah, these these Nike sneakers, like n- I never talk about them ever and I wear them every week. So they, they had to be definitely pretty high on my list. Do you have a pick from Nike? Yeah, yeah. So um, my one is also like one that I have a personal connection with and it's actually the Cortez, oh, Nike yeah. Cortez. And I know that in, in certain areas, like I know that they're super, super popular in LA because it's a very LA shoe. Um, but it's a shoe that, you know, nobody really does any collaborations on it. Um, it's a shoe that doesn't sell out, you know, sits on shelves. You can go into the store, take a look at them, try them on, buy them, you know, as it should be generally um, speaking. But for me, it's 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 it was my first ever Nike shoe, like back when I was, I don't know how old I was, like maybe seven, eight, nine. I had a pair of like the classic white, blue, and red Cortez, and I just loved them. And I, like, I, I made sure not to get any mud on them, any dirt. And this was like, you know, you're a kid and you run around, you're playing outside. So it was, it was pretty crazy that I was just so enamored by these shoes. And I would say definitely, I mean, like they don't get the attention that they deserve. I would love to see more collaborations done on them, maybe like nike even experimenting with some materials on them because they are quite a bulky silhouette for what they are right like they're quite rounded and i feel like if you swapped out the leather for you know like a like a knit fly knit material or some sort of nylon or something like that you could maybe play around with the shape of it a little bit um i'd love to see virgil do a cortez to be honest uh just because he you know he goes crazy with shoes you know and like changes things out swaps out materials that kind of stuff puts holes in them um so yeah my pick is the nike cortez yeah that's a that's an interesting pick i mean that that shoe has been around since what the 70s it was it was one of nike's first ever shoes like it was it was the shoe that nike was making for asics and then they basically stole the design i think back then it was called the aztec and then they changed it to the Cortez when, and then they put a swoosh on it and then the rest is history. But I think pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was Nike's first ever shoe, like hmm. point blank period. Yeah, I got to look into that. But that that sneaker is just, it's not a sneaker I, I see ever in Europe. I, I don't see people in Berlin wearing them at all. And Do they even sell them here? Because I, I, I haven't really even seen them on the shelves nah, on any I, of the sneaker stores. I, I don't know if, like... I think maybe a couple of years ago they re-released the original colorway and you could probably buy that one because it was like a special re-release, whatever. But I've only ever seen them on on women here in Berlin as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so yeah i mean different you know different geographic kind of consumer behavior um and that's why i would say like especially here in berlin in europe you're right like super underrated shoe yeah no def- definitely I, I, and there have really haven't been any collapse i i remember there was one with kendrick uh oh, true yes last year or the year before no it was before the pandemic i think right? yeah, so it was yeah like how 2018 shoes. 2019 yeah they did like three or four of them right yeah yeah um true i forgot about that okay stand corrected they do do collaborations on them but not that often or not as often as other sneakers I, that was a pretty or- organic collab you know kendrick the biggest rapper out of la yeah right? true true but, but yeah besides that you don't really see anything with the cortezes no. but, but you have a few pairs i don't actually because you like you said you, you can't get them here yeah. and uh that might be one that i should get at some point maybe uh next time i'm traveling and i see him or something i'll pick him up no that, that that's a solid pick that's a solid pick and guys anyone listening there's literally countless of options we could have chosen here for nike there's so many of sneakers in their catalog we could have chosen uh but yeah we we didn't want this pod to be like two hours so we just chose one from each brand uh but yeah moving on um do you have any from jordan brand no i so i did i did adidas new balance and nike okay um but if you have one from jordan brand let, let's hear yeah this is just very quickly i wanted to just give some love to the jordan fives Okay, uh, and uh, I know it's tough to say that it's an underrated shoe because definitely like the collabs sell out instantly, but at the non collabs though, at least here in Europe, they never sell out. Uh, in fact, they even go on sale. I've seen them, you know, fifty, forty percent off. And uh, in the states too, like nowadays, a lot of fives are sitting. And uh, yeah, it's it's a shoe that I feel like it's pretty similar looking to the fours. Um, Yet the fours, you know, every time they always sell out. The fives, they're pretty similar. They're just as chunky as the fours, but they don't really uh, get that kind of hype. Um, and until, unless like it's Virgil or someone like that. And I, I, I don't know why, because I think they look great. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though like I've, I was only like really recently become a fan of them, but I've really become a fan of them. Like re- like since uh, since the Virgil pair. I caught myself like a a pair from 2016, the metallic silvers. Yeah, I remember that. Super, super nice pair. Then this year, there was this like bluebird pair that released, which was like a woman's release. Oh, that one is super nice in person. Oh, yeah. Super nice. Super nice materials. So icy. It's, uh, yeah, that's another colorway that, yeah, it doesn't really, actually like all the women's sizes are sitting and it didn't really resell for much. So, yeah, I feel like the fives are just not getting as much love, even though they're just pretty much like a stepbrother of the fours yeah in a way that i'm i have to say like i'm not a huge fan of the fives just because i find the tongue too big and too chunky and the the ankle padding is too like it's just it's such a hefty shoe mm-hmm. um which is weird because the the four was or i mean is pretty hefty as well but in a different way right like the five goes a little bit higher than the four it's as well. that tongue right it is the tongue i think the tongue makes a huge difference because then if you look at the six and the seven it goes into a much sleeker Mm-hmm. kind of design and and also just that the the ankle padding is a lot sleeker and thinner um so it, it, it's a bit it kind of sticks out from the first you know seven yeah i guess seven uh signature sneakers because the eight's chunky again as well um i would agree that it's underrated but you know for me like just not a huge fan of it yeah okay that's fair so let's move on to adidas yeah so actually funny because I feel like Adidas, you could 
probably pick a lot of underrated sneakers, right? But I picked the Gazelle, mm-hmm. which for me is, you know, it's a sneaker that has a lot of history. It um, it came out in the, I think in the 60s, so it's been around forever. And actually a fun fact that I saw when I was researching this was that back in the day, like the different colors showed like the different performance purposes of the shoe. So I believe the red gazelle pair back in the 60s and 70s was for handball and the blue one was for training and then there was like another one like a lime green one later on um and you know it in addition to being like one of the best performance shoes back in the 60s and 70s it was was also one of the first adidas sneakers to have suede on it um but later on like in the 80s and 90s through hip-hop in europe and then brit pop as well in in the uk People like Michael Jackson were wearing it, Kate, Mo- Kate Moss, Oasis. So it kind of mirrors a little bit like the Air Force One, the Air Max One a little bit where it's got that like cultural street cred. A lot of football fans on the terraces wore it in the 80s in the UK as well. Um, and generally, it's just like one of the first performance shoes from Adidas with suede and they played with color. So the white, the stripes were always white. And then they had like different pops of like, you know, red, blue, as I said, green. Later on, you had like pink, different shades of blue. Um, and yeah, just overall, very, very solid kind of sleek, understated design that again, doesn't sell out. And I would say that it is rated in certain like subcultures or groups of people. But as a whole, if you look at like mainstream sneaker culture, it's definitely underrated. Yeah, I know that that's a I, I don't know about super underrated, but yeah, it is underrated because that sneaker does have so much history behind it. Uh, but uh, your other point about the fact that this sneaker does have a niche community, you know, that's very much like into gazelles. Uh, actually, somebody who follows us on uh, on the kickback pod is uh, Dassler's finest. I'm just looking at his Instagram right now, and he has like actually over a hundred thousand followers. Oh wow! Um, and and he just he basically just posts all these pictures of vintage Adidas, a lot of Gazelle Sambas, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I mean this is an example of uh, you know like there's a very strong community of uh, of these Adidas uh, Adidas heads, let's call them. You know like fans of the Samba, fans of the Gazelles. And I was looking at all of Adidas's catalog, and it actually it was actually pretty difficult for me to come up with a underrated sneaker because it feels like all of their product lines has like niche communities that are like very strong supporters of it. That's true. I guess I was coming at it more from like a mainstream hype perspective. Oh, a little right, bit, right. You know, but I do agree that like there's there's collectors. Like there was a story a few years ago of a collector in. South America somewhere, I don't know if it was Brazil, Argentina, Uruguay or something like that, but he had, I think, like thousands, thousands of vintage, uh, I think he might have used to own a store or bought out stock from a store in the 70s, but he had like campuses and gazelles and uh, sambas from the 60s, 70s, 80s, Um, so yeah, there's, there's, crazy crazy adidas heads out there as well so like by no means am i trying to say that you know like nobody likes the shoe but i find that considering the the you know the cultural standing it has um and the history that it is slightly underrated in the mainstream yeah in the mainstream yes but if you look at their product lines you know like the gazelles have that strong community then also like that zx series uh also a very big community behind that 
yeah, I was like going through Adidas's shoes, and I'm like, damn, all of these shoes, yeah, they 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 have they have their fans, you know. Did you uh, did you manage to find one though? No, or? I actually couldn't. I couldn't find okay. one for Adidas, but but I did. I did wanted to uh, give a shout out to I guess Adidas's um, sister brand, or I know they they own this company Reebok. I wanted to talk about okay. the Club C's, yeah, because I feel like the Club C's they kind of get slept on in a way when when you compare it to the other you know basic white sneakers out there like you know like everyone even if they aren't into sneakers they own a pair of air force ones white mm-hmm. air force ones or even a pair of stan smiths you know like just your friends that you know who aren't into shoes those are shoes that they know yeah and they true. wear yeah um and i just feel like the club c for me is like the best looking if it, like if i'm just looking at like this group of or or this this category of shoe for me, like the Club C is the best looking out of all of them. Yeah. But um, I feel like not everyone owns a pair of Club Cs, and it's it doesn't really get as much shine as as these other sneakers. I know, for example, the Air Force Ones, they're so popular. They're still Nike's number one shoe. They never ever go on sale yeah. because Nike doesn't need to put them on sale. Yeah. And I mean, in my opinion, like. The club C's are just a way better looking shoe than the Air Force One. I, at least I think so. It's just like it's not as chunky. You can wear it with anything. Uh, it's like the perfect like. I'm not into sneakers, but uh, I wanted. I want to still look good. Yeah. I'm gonna rock my rock a pair of club C's. It's funny that you say that because I have a I have a good friend Patty who is definitely not into sneakers. Yeah. And he only rocks all white club C's. Yeah. They're, yeah they're, they're great man they're comfortable but... like you said the shape is really nice on them even the general release pairs generally have very good quality materials as well like mm-hmm. the leather is usually quite soft and the the lining they've got like this terry cloth lining which makes them super comfortable um so i i definitely agree with everything you just said yeah and and i know there has been some collabs too on this pair but even the collabs don't really sell out even though some of these collabs are just super nice i know you mentioned you just got this eames mm-hmm. collab there was a last year there was some, uh, there was a, a collabs with add some which is like a yeah. brand based out of brooklyn uh, like a chocolate brown pair which i thought was like really really nice mm-hmm. yeah like club c's club c's need to get more love it's it's uh it's uh I know. I, I there isn't there that guy from the um, that uh, complex podcast who's like a big like Reebok guy. Oh, Brendan Dunn. Brendan yeah. Dunn. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. He's always talking about club C's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I also want to you know shed some light on the club C. I feel like it's it's it's, it's underrated. It should it should belong in that mainstream sneaker discussion. Definitely. Yeah. I think. I mean, yeah, you can't go wrong with a classic pair of club C's, especially the triple white pair. Triple white. Yeah, it's it's classic. Yeah. Do you have any New Balance shoes on your list? No, see, I, I actually don't have any New Balances because I really don't think they're underrated right now. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like every New Balance model is selling out right now. Whether it be in the nine ninety V three nine nine twos, the five fifties, they're all selling out right now. So I I can't I don't know if I it's fair to say that any of their sneakers are underrated. Maybe some of their more mainline sneakers. Do you have one? Yeah, so I actually have like a, actually an entire series. So like the New Balance Numeric series is their skateboarding. Uh, oh, okay, shoe. cool. Um, and I, I'll show you this one right here. This is the the two seven two, and it's also you, you know like a low profile, similar to the Club C Stan Smith kind of style, where it's or like even the Janowski, the Nike Janowski. Mm-hmm. It's very similar to that, um, and. I just find the uh, the numeric series relatively underrated outside of skateboarding, right? I think that they are rated highly by skateboarders. Um, 
But again, it's just a, like the color blocking on this is super clean. You can change up the color blocking really easily. They're super light. They're super durable. They've got a vulcanized sole similar to Vans mm-hmm. shoes. So, you know, like they'll hold up when you're skating with them, but they're also comfortable enough to wear all day. Um, so I just thought that like, you know, like you said, everyone is like hyping up the 990s, the 900 series, the 550s. Um, even, you know, to a lesser extent, the, the thousand, uh, 1500s, all that kind of stuff, uh, the 500 series and the skateboarding. And, you know, they're like, this kind of sits in between like heritage and performance, right? Like they are performance shoes, but they're not like running shoes. I feel like these get forgotten. And I feel like a lot of people don't even know that New Balance makes skateboarding shoes. So, um, if I had to pick one from New Balance and I, I agree with you, it was tough to find one, but then I was like, oh shit numerics um so this this definitely counts as underrated in my opinion no those are pretty fire man i'm not gonna lie and uh i definitely think they look way better than the janowskis yeah yeah that's true <laughs> so uh yeah no definitely i think that's underrated they've New just Balance got like a numerics. very similar shape like a low profile vulcanized sole but i feel like the the n logo on here looks really really nice and crisp this is a collaboration pair but they've also got some like really nice um non-collaboration colorways where they've got like like a burnt orange like toe box with a black kind of heel and quarter panel so there's there's a lot of good stuff out there so if you're looking for a new balance shoe that's comfortable these are also cheap they're like 60 or 70 bucks so like under 100 bucks um and and something that not everyone is wearing definitely take a look at um new balance numeric series yeah definitely uh do you have any other um brands you want to talk about um no, those are the three that I had. Uh, okay. I don't know if you have any others. No, I don't have any others. Uh, but we also wanted to just highlight uh, underrated brands itself, not mm-hmm. just like sneakers from big brands. And uh, so uh, we both have one each. Uh, I'll, I'll go first. So yep. I've noticed, I've started to notice that, uh, you know, just on Instagram amongst the, I guess, you know, influencers, let's call them that, and um, some of the more like popular celebrities. I started to notice that they're rocking a new brand that typically I have just not seen in like mainstream pop culture, I guess. And that is like Salomon. So Salomon sneakers, which are basically like hiking shoes or um, even ski shoes. They make a lot of ski stuff. Um, Yeah, I've noticed that they've started to really gain popularity. And the way that they're gaining popularity reminds me a lot of like a couple of years ago when New Balance was really starting to take off. You know, you start you start to see New Balance at like Paris Fashion Week. People are rocking the 990 V5s, the Grays, and now you're seeing people at Fashion Week, like even like these big time uh, fashion influencers on Instagram, rocking uh, Solomon's with their outfits and making them look good. And people in the comments saying, "What are those?" You know, so I feel like uh, Solomon is like on that trajectory right now as a, a brand to watch out for. I don't own any pairs myself, and I honestly didn't know a whole lot about Solomon. I was looking into it on the way here. Damn, I had no idea they've been around since 1947. Yeah, yeah, they've been around for a while. They're like, if when it comes to trail running, they're one of the best. Yeah, actually, I think they are like the number one uh, trail running brand in the world. They, they've also been supplying the Olympics uh, for years, like with their ski equipment and uh, uh, ski binding equipment. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're, they've, they've been around, uh, but their sneakers haven't really, you know, caught on. But definitely they've been catching my eye lately. A couple of pairs, the X-T4 and the X-T6 especially. Yeah, some of these colorways look super, super hard. I'm not going to lie. 
Uh, Bella Hadid actually wore a pair of XT6s a couple of um, weeks ago and instantly that colorway sold out and it was selling on GOAT for like three times the price. So, but of course, she's Bella Hadid. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, um, it, I, I'm starting to notice Solomon definitely uh, catch some fire, and I definitely think it's underrated because these sneakers, the XT4, the XT6, I think they look really, really nice. And if you're into wearing, you know, like um, New Balances, I think uh, you could wear these Solomon sneakers with the same outfits, and it'll look just as good. Yeah. No, I, I'd say that Solomon, like, again, from like a hype mainstream kind of perspective definitely underrated i think in like the fashion microcosm they've been around for a few years like they've had collaborations since like 2017 or whatever um so they they've been slowly and steadily kind of increasing um but like i would say that like jordan heads or people that are like exclusively wearing um you know nike dunks that kind of stuff might not have ventured too far into that realm and the the two that you mentioned the xt6 and the xt4 by far they're most aesthetically pleasing models in my opinion and then they have some like hiking shoes trail runners that are like go more towards like the ugly chunky kind of dad shoe vibe which you know as you know is super popular in berlin as well like i I see a lot of solomon in berlin i feel like outside of berlin you might not see it as much unless you're actually hiking or Oh, yeah, sorry, guys. Uh, the, our food just arrived. We just ordered burgers. Um, no, but to my point about Solomon, um, they are, I think, in a microcosm of like fashion and kind of ugly sneaker trend, especially in Berlin. They're quite popular. But mainstream, general kind of sneaker heads, I would say they're definitely underrated. And if you haven't tried them out yet, please do because, like Josh said, colorways so so nice they've got some like really beautiful grading colorways um the xt4 the xt6 are really dope but they have a lot of other um silhouettes that are worth a, a look for sure I'm, I'm gonna get myself a pair by the end of the year do because, it definitely. because they, they look fire we we have discount at high snob i can what ah, okay <laughs> nice i'll hook it up <laughs> um no but uh i guess unless you, you have nothing else to add right that's it all right cool then uh my brand is a little more niche actually i don't even know maybe you haven't even heard of this brand it's called carhu oh is it that australian brand no it's finnish oh but but it, there's like a logo of like a kangaroo on it or yeah, it's like a badger or a bear or something like okay, that. Okay, okay, okay. But okay, yeah. so you know it. Like, I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so Carhu um is the is the first brand that comes to my mind because like like Solomon, they have some really lovely colorways. They use a lot of really nice pastel and spring hues on their shoes. Uh the shoes are also great quality and very comfortable. They use some really nice uh suede as well. And they usually come at a relatively good price. You know, like none of their shoes are costing you, you know, 180, 200 euros. They're usually around, I think, 110, 120, sometimes even cheaper, which is pretty decent. Um, and yeah, I, I, I figured that they're pretty underrated because I would say that most people listening or some people listening at least wouldn't have heard of the brand before. And they're stocked in a lot of top sneaker stores. Uh, I know that um Soulbox has them overkill overkill has a lot of them sneakers and stuff has them as well in berlin and uh nobody really ever talks about them i know that at high somebody we write about them very rarely um which is a shame because like i said some of their colorways are really beautiful and i think 
they started as a running brand as you know most shoe companies do um and now they've transitioned into primarily lifestyle so like all of their like retro vintage models are being sold as lifestyle shoes now i think they did have one collaboration last year or even this year that was performance but i would say that like as far as I know, 90% of their inventory is lifestyle kind of classics. Um, so yeah, if you guys are ever in a store and you see some car who, uh, give us a shout out, uh, let us know on Instagram and, uh, let us know what you think, because I'd be really interested to, to know what you guys all think about that brand. Yeah. I, I don't know a whole lot about them. Uh, I don't own any pairs, but yeah, you're right. Some of these colorways definitely are pretty good. And, uh, guys, if you are listening, um, uh, if we missed out on any, sneaker that you think is super underrated or any brand as well yeah definitely uh hit us up on on uh instagram we'll we'll repost it to our stories uh because yeah definitely uh we want to hear from you guys so uh yeah i mean that was pretty much it for the underrated uh sneakers underrated brands and now let's just get into uh the usual which is getting you guys ready for the next two weeks uh, there's definitely uh, going to be, it seems pretty easy heavy uh, yeah. from uh, from this list I have here. But yeah, over the next two weeks, definitely some heat on the way. Uh, we'll start off with uh, on um, the 5th, which is November the 5th. Yeah, we got the 990 V3 uh, from uh, New Balance. The classic gray ones, right? The classic gray ones. And this is, I, I think this specific one is like the classic version. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how different it is than the regular 990 V3s that I've been releasing. I think it has like a tag on the back with like a red tag on the heel that just says version three. Okay. Um, because you know, they've released the V one, the V two, now the V three, the V four is coming up as well. Um, in kind of the lead up to the V six being released next year. Okay. Um, I don't think it's any different apart from just, it has that red tag at the back. Okay. So I guess it's for the collectors for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely super nice. A lot of really nice 990 V3s this year. We've been getting just spoiled mm. with that model. So, yeah, that's going to be releasing on the 5th. Uh, then uh, <laughs> this pair, the Yeezy Insulated Boot. Oh, banger. Um, that is yeah, a banger. Yeah, yeah. From what I saw, when was the release date for this? I saw it. The release date is, uh, hold on one moment. It's November the 6th. Which is when is it? that's like what Saturday? That's Saturday, yeah. Okay, so, so I I it, I think it's gonna be on Yeezy uh, on Yeezy Supply only, right? Uh, not anywhere else. There's no other raffles or anything, but seems like it might release Yeezy Supply this Saturday. And damn man, what do you think of these shoes? It's the best way to describe it to anyone who hasn't seen it yet is it's a puffer jacket for your feet. Yeah, you know? perfect, man. Right? Perfect way to describe and it. And I saw a meme earlier. I'll show it to you later. But it was like how to make the whatever. I don't even know what it's called anymore. Um, how to make that shoe. You basically get a Yeezy foam runner. And then you cut like you shave the top part off a little bit to make the, the like the foothold bigger. And then you just wrap like puffer material around it. And then the, then you have it because basically the bottom part does look a little bit like the foam runner. It does. Um, yeah, it's a it's a pretty crazy shoe. I can't see anyone seriously wearing it unless you're like a fashion whatever, like fashionista or whatever. Like I, I don't know, man. Man, if I was still living in Canada, I would be wearing these because because man, do you know how badly it is like for your feet? to 
step into minus 20 weather yeah it sucks man you don't feel your toes anymore these are like like yeezy uggs you know yeah and these these look like they're definitely going to keep your feet warm 100 i think you you can't wear them in weather that's not negative 10 or below because you're just going to sweat in them you know? oh yeah, yeah for sure for sure they, they, <laughs> they look very cozy i'm i'm not too hot on how they look but functionality wise yeah i mean i've always wanted a puffer jacket on my feet <laughs> especially when it's like minus 20 outside so so yeah these these look pretty good and this colorway is pretty decent the khaki colorway that's that's yeah. gonna be the og pair um what else i also oh i got the off-white twos dropping on november the 12th oh yeah so we've been seeing we've been seeing wow man we've been seeing these pairs for since the start of the year basically and there's gonna be two colorways this white pair a black pair as well yeah i've never been a fan of the twos and even less a fan of the low top twos and even less a fan of this particular collab man i'm not feeling these at all the cracked sole the look of them the, the, to me this is like one of the ugliest off-white collabs mm. I, I really don't like these man both of these colorways i'm definitely not going to be getting them for myself if i get them you know i'm going to obviously make a video resell them i'm not wearing either of these <laughs> what, what, what do you guys what do you think of uh, of this pair it's difficult i would say that um i i agree they are probably his worst jordan collab yes right but that's also just because twos are just not as loved as other pairs um i would say it was a good call to go low because i find the low is better than the jordan two highs you think yeah um and yeah the cracked midsole it's a bit gimmicky but he took to instagram recently and like started replying to comments and like explained his thinking behind it and apparently what virgil did was um michael jordan has like like donated a bunch of shoes to nike or like nike has shoes that he wore back in the day uh and a pair of game worn jordan twos is in the archive somewhere and obviously after 30 whatever years the soul is crumbling and what they did was they did a 3d scan of that exact pair that's in the archives and replicated the crumbling effect on his shoes so like the way that the soul is fake crumbling on Virgil's shoes is how they actually look in the archives which i find is like a kind of like a cool touch you know so that's that, okay that that see now i got newfound respect right <laughs> so that that made me like them a little bit more so i have to admit they're growing on me will i get them would i wear them if i got them probably not just because i'm not a two or a jordan fan generally but um i would say they're not as bad as i thought they were maybe six months ago when they were first rumored Okay, now that I know the backstory a little bit, okay, the the crumbly sole, pretty cool. I still see nothing but bowling shoes though. When when I see both of these pairs, they look like some hyped up bowling shoes. Now, so. the the black and blue colorway is also hard. Like you know, I know Royals Royal colorway looks good on the ones, but it just doesn't really translate to the two, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, but I I know like you know we're probably gonna get some hate from some of the listeners on this because there's some big time Jordan two fans. Uh, but yeah, the rumored release date for this is November the 12th. And then the last pair I want to talk about, this is the following day on the 13th, another Yeezy. So this is the, and another boot. This is the Yeezy Knit Runner boot. So you guys have already seen um, the sulfur pair, the yellow or the banana shoes, as I like to call them. 
and now there's going to be a boot version which has kind of like this ribbed um, outsole so it seems to be like maybe like a hiking shoe of some kind and uh, of course like it's it's a high top sneaker which also seems like it's uh, quite warm looking it seems like it has some insulated material on the upper mm-hmm. so uh, and, and pictures of Kanye wearing it it looks also like another Yeezy Ugg in a way um, I actually I actually think these look better than the knit runners than the regular knit runners yeah I think the knit runners like the low top ones they're hard to uh, just right like. yeah just because they're so chunky the the knit runners that like they ended up looking like a banana boat on your feet right because they made your feet look so big and then suddenly your legs are relatively skinny compared to them. It, it just threw everything off whack. So I agree that the the proportions are better on this one. What I have to say, though, is that the like ankle, the upper part, the, the high top part, to me, it just reminds me of, and I don't know if you see this, but you know, like when you're like in the gym and you're playing pickup basketball or something like that, and you got these like old OGs playing with you and they've got their like, their knees like wrapped up with like that, like, kind of brown gray colored knee wrap like that's what that looks like to me so it almost looks like the knit runner low top with like a weird orthopedic knee wrap as like an ankle support um which is a weird way to describe them i i get it but like that's just kind of what i see when i look at them yeah i i i completely uh see your point about the orthopedic (laughs) Uh, knee wrap i like the way kanye wore it though he wore like his jeans over that part mm-hmm. so you kind of just see the bottom of the shoe and, yeah. the, and the ridges at the bottom and i think that's a really uh nice look on that's the shoe. true that's true um, i mean i'm i'm interested to see how much they cost uh they'll yeah, probably the, be... the, the knit runners I, i'm still kind of confused about the recent the, the retail price yeah of 200 yeah because it's not to these me, will, doesn't these look will probably be like between 230 and 250 or something I yeah see, no, you know? that that's crazy that's that's nuts but yeah that's that's pretty much it for me uh for upcoming releases do you have any i have one more so i had the new balance 990s and i had the knit runner boot mm-hmm. um but also apparently the travis scott nike air max ones are dropping at astro world festival oh um, okay so those are apparently act i don't know if it's both colorways just one colorway um but those are apparently dropping, and that's November 5th and 6th, so it's this weekend. And I know that at the festival, there's going to be like a Nike um, Nike sneakers, um, what do you call it, like geotag or whatever, where you can like then pick up shoes if you're in that location. And um, it's definitely, apparently, definitely going to be the Nike Air Max ones. So for anyone who was, you know, hoping to get those, I'm sure there'll be a wider release somewhere down the line, probably next year, maybe before Christmas. This is the first chance to actually get them. And what do you think of those? Nah, not for yeah, me. Yeah, me, me neither, <laughs> me neither. Not for me. I'm not a big Air Max One guy uh, anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these to me, like, I've, I've, I think the Patas, for example, just look way better. Yeah. I had um, the shape as well. Like, his kind of look weird and bulky and he, like, changed some paneling. And I do appreciate, like, the fact that he or the team who designed it changed some things up. But for me, it made it see like it's it doesn't feel like an Air Max One, you know. It's just a weird shoe for me. I agree. It doesn't look anything like an Air Max One. So, yeah, yeah um, whatever. I mean, but yeah, the lookout for that on the on the fifth. 
And that pretty much wraps it up. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed this episode of us talking about underrated shoes and also all of the stuff we just recently picked up. And once again, shout out to everyone. This is episode 20. We made it to 20. And you guys have been listening and all the feedback. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you guys next time. And we're going to eat these burgers now. Oh, they smell real good. See you guys. Peace.